in my head, the last show that we play as a band someday years from now mm-hmm. will finish. The last song we ever play will be where I belong. And the reason is because it's, it's this, uh, kind of, I mean, the reason why we put it last on the record, it's, it's the period at the end of the searching, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but there, I know there is for most of my life, I felt out of place. So that's definitely a, a song that's apropos. Welcome to Switchfoot Song Stories, a fan-run and operated podcast, not affiliated with Switchfoot. Hey, Switchfoot fans, we've got a great show for you this week. If you have been following John Foreman at all over the years, you will definitely recognize our guest, the incredible musician, plays cello at John Foreman solo shows. He's a producer, composer multi-instrumentalist and has worked with a ton of amazing artists in his career keith tut the second keith thanks for joining us yes sir thanks tyler thanks for having me absolutely anytime we ask switch fans who we should get to interview for the podcast you're always one of the most requested uh, so we're <laughs> we're thrilled that you are here for sure yeah thanks for reaching out again this is this is a great time to, great time to do it yes so you had a new record that came out this past August, I believe, a beautiful EP called yeah. Wonder, All Roads Deliver. Now you do like a number of different things, but let's start here with the EP. I was curious how you, you know, came up with the title, what inspired that, um, and just tell us about that project. Sure. So the EP came out of, um, it came out of a few things, a few conversations that I had with, um, it started 2018 at a show that actually me and John played in a, in LA. We did a live podcast for Jamie, uh, to write love in her arms. And a guy mm-hmm. walked up to me. He's like, dude, I don't know what you were doing over there on the side, but, uh, if you gave me all that, we can make a, a, a movie score. And that just kind of started me thinking of bringing, um, the loop composing side of things to the forefront. I do it a mm-hmm. lot. Um, if, if anybody's been to the shows, they, they know that, you know, I build um, soundscapes and, you know, multi-layered string parts, et, et cetera, as we are playing. And um, fast forward to 2020, when the whole world shut down, um, it kind of made me analyze like all these ideas I've kind of put on the shelf um, and just knowing there's no time like the present to do it. And I called up a friend of mine. I was like, yo, you know, I want to record. I want to I want to video myself doing this process just so I can sit it off to the guy and we can start a conversation. He's like, no, we should actually record this thing. So we brought all all the recording equipment down to my office and we set up and played it. And as a classic overthinker when it comes to releasing my own music, very detailed driven, but almost in a way that uh, definitely holds up the train. Um, This was a great departure from that. This was completely um, in real time. So none of the songs were uh, pre-contrived or even had an idea. It was, you know, let me sit down and play. Hmm. And 
it was it was such a great experience that it's ballooned into even more from that. So th- so the title Wander All Roads Deliver is a it was literally a journey through you know my thoughts and interpreting them into compositions in real time. Well, and yeah. Yeah, it's even even more impressive. You had you had me hooked when uh doing some like the Instagram uh live yes um live streams I guess and uh yeah it was just it's beautiful so I encourage everybody to go check it out. Um we'll we'll also we'll chat about you know your involvement with uh and John Foreman obviously it's been quite a journey. Yeah. How did you like first get connected with John and the guys? Yeah, so the first time that I connected with them, it, it's funny. Um when I was man, I was small. Jerome lives in the same city that I live in, and so we've kind of always known each other. He was a guy that was the cooler musician dude around the city. That you know, he looked the part. He had at the time uh, tapes out, and he would pass them out to like all us kids. He was a playground supervisor at my school, and. Um, just a really nice dude and through the years we've we've always stayed in contact he's somebody that silently um a lot of us have looked towards for actually doing music like on Mm -hmm. a professional level and he had a studio down in the city i'm trying to think when that was dates are kind of fuzzy but um you know, fast forward, I, I had gone to college, I had come back home and just kind of trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And, you know, music is a bug that never leaves you alone, no matter, you know, no matter how old you are. Um, and and I, I was around a lot of people who had the musical talent, but didn't pursue it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be those people. Um, I didn't want to be the, oh, I could have, that that sort of thing. It just, you know, that's one of the most annoying things for me is is not at least trying to see it, right? To see if something yeah. can happen, to see if, you know, who knows what can happen, right? So I was in this this kind of, in this this middle road, di- didn't really know how to, how to get in the music. I had a, a few ins and played on a couple, you know, records and possible tours you know just kind of nothing was really taking ground yet and um i had started pulling my cello out again and and uh, my sister and another friend of ours who all know jerome we had all been able to reconvene and i was like you know what guys we're gonna do some we're gonna do some string arrangements and they're like huh i was like yeah we're gonna do some string arrangements over switchfoot songs and (laughs) you know, I mean, let's just hit Jerome up and see what they're doing. And so um, we ended up recording string arrangements over three songs. And we ambushed Jerome one day. Uh, I remember calling him. I was like, hey, Jerome, uh, I got something to show you. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, you have to come to Sid's house. He's like, Oh, Sid, you're hanging with Sid? you know, like, okay, like just very vague and, you know, but he came and he, and he heard the stuff that we did and he's like, oh my gosh, like, 
where did you do this? It was like right here in this room with an SM58 mic and a bunch of dreams. Like, <laughs> um, but but he was gracious enough to actually send it to the guys, and it took about I would say maybe six or so months to like foster the conversation. I ended up going to the Broam. I think it was the second or third annual Broam, and I met John and. Jerome basically was like, yeah, remember the dude that did all the string stuff? You know, this is him. And John was like, all right, well, you know, we're doing an album. Would you guys want to play on it? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. Well, July 5th, you know, come on down to Big Fish and uh, we'll, we'll see what we can work out. And that album was Oh Gravity. Nice. So we did... Four songs on Old Gravity, I believe. Uh, three went on the album and one went on the EP. Um, and then from there, I just I, I I stayed in contact because it was the contact to what I wanted to do. We ended up playing a couple live shows here in Southern California as a trio. And then from there, John was like, "Well, I'm working on this solo thing, and uh, you know, would you want to do some arrangements?" And I did 14 of the 24 songs on the the seasons and from there we just fostered a friendship so that's long, that's that's the long way around but yeah that's awesome yeah you guys went even further back than than even i thought so that's really cool and i was um i was trying to find all this information online correct me if i'm wrong but your involvement you know you were a producer on departures and sunlight you played yeah. played on all of the seasons yeah. And I think it says you were involved in four different Switchfoot albums, if that's right. Hello Hurricane, Oh Gravity, Native Tongue, and Interrobang. Did I miss anything? That's a lot to keep track of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think those are albums. I, I've, the funny thing is, like, as it goes, like, you know, recording for projects. Um, let me see. Let me look at this. Uh, Switchfoot albums. I'm 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 googling, <laughs> <laughs> but I believe that I believe you're correct. I was on uh, Oh Gravity, Native Tongue. I think I actually had some cello that was on Fading West somewhere in there. But oh, nice! Don't quote me. Vice Versus. I was on. Um, did I play on Vice Versus? I can't remember. <laughs> That just but shows anyway. how much you've been connected to him, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't play on. I didn't play on. I didn't play on. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't play on Vice Versus. But yeah, it's been. It's been basically like. I feel like I've recorded on things that didn't necessarily get to the album mm -hmm. since Oh Gravity. Yeah. Except for there was a couple albums I I didn't record on. So yeah. And then all the all the season stuff. Every every project that John has put out, I've I've played slash produced on. So nice. It's fun times, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was I have a list here of asking you, and, and it may be hard to answer because again, with with so much uh, so much involvement, um, it may be hard to remember some of these. But uh, just to kind of like a rapid fire, your favorites of certain things. All right. Okay. So so here we go. Um, and even the first one that's not really Switchfoot related may, may be hard to answer. Maybe not. We'll see. But favorite artists that you've worked with outside of Switchfoot? 
Um, there are a bunch of them. I saw on your website. There's a bunch. Yeah. Uh, dang, that's interesting. I really, I really liked working with, um, with Moses Sumney and Solange. I will say for if if I can uh, say two of them. Yeah. Moses, Moses, because I've known him for a minute, and it's these phone calls at like four in the morning, like. Hey, uh, are you up? Can you do some cello on this thing? Yeah, I need like 32 tracks. Like, wait, what? When? <laughs> uh, I'm in London, so we kind of need them at the end of the day. What? <laughs> okay. You know, like, <laughs> but just really good music, man. And Solange is, you know, that was a an adventure in, in uh, exercise. It just like how fast you can retain music. And um, yeah, yeah, it, 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 those, those are, those are two of the funnest. Nice. Favorite song off your new EP, if you can pick one. I know they're like your your children, but oh yeah, Re- reward, reward, reward. Yeah, nice for sure. How about um, even if you didn't record it, or if you did, either way, favorite uh, John Foreman solo song to play with him live. Oh, that's a great question. It could be by the day as well. Maybe it's not your all time, but like. What are you feeling? You know, <laughs> that is a great question, man. Um, I have to look at a song list. It's funny. It's <laughs> funny because in the moment we have kind of all these songs under our under our fingers. I would say the I would say my favorite song is the next one we're doing. <laughs> yeah, if that's that makes very, any sense. That's a very John Foreman answer right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess I shouldn't ask favorite Switchman song to play live either, then, because it, if they all they all run together, or maybe same answer the next you, one. You know what? My favorite Switchfoot song, "Let Your Love Be Strong." When we used to do oh, that nice. song, man, and that was the other song that I was thinking about, kind of like focusing on. But mm-hmm. I love that song. That and Vice Versus. We did Vice yeah. Versus. This is a little bit of nerdy. We did Vice Versus. Me, Aaron, and John actually at SDSU when we started a tour for I believe it might have been the seasons. It was like our first little run, mm-hmm. and I think there's a video on YouTube somewhere of it. But I that was the first time I ever heard the song, and it was kind of just like talked through like okay, this is this is that. And um, man, that song is just so powerful. I love that song, for sure. Yeah. How about this one? If you can think of one favorite thing that you, I, I kind of worded it maybe maybe a little weird, but uh, favorite thing you've added to a John Foreman or Switchfoot song, or even if it's a live moment, just like I was kind of feeling this, and John liked it, or the guys liked it, or oh. has there been any, any anything that comes to mind there? Yeah, so for it, so for departures, um, bass, um, I played bass on basically that whole album. I think ex- except for a few songs that we didn't do that some other people did, but the element of playing bass on that album was something really fun to add because usually I'll, I'll play bass on my cello, but it's just not the same. 
but mm-hmm. actually putting electric bass in my hand, which is kind of my second instrument. Um, and specifically, the song with um, Mas- Madison Cunningham. I can, I'm blanking on the name of this song. <laughs> um, side by side. The intro to yeah. Side by Side. The intro to Side by Side uh, is is like specific to that. But yeah, just adding bass into the whole mix of what we do. It's, it's really, really real fun. That is cool, yeah. Favorite uh, concert or performance? I know you did a lot of the, the heavy and light stuff or like the... Yeah. Um, the, the, the Departures Tour, or, you know, anything come yeah. to mind as like favorite kind of... Uh, you could say tour as well, but favorite concert or performance or tour that, that comes to the top of your mind? So there's one show that... It was the first time my dad got to see me play with the full band. And there's a show, it was this open air uh, amphitheater in San Diego. And um, that was probably one of my favorite, just for the mere fact, it wasn't even necessarily the performance. It was just for kind of everything that 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 came into be. Like my, my dad got to sit by Ryan in the back you know, the sound guy. My dad is a guy who loves music like no other and never got a chance to really pursue it professionally because, um, you know, just taking care of responsibilities of family. He had me and my sister um, taking care of my mom, you know, but but just loves music. And so one day I was like, like really late. I was like, dad, I'm, I'm going to go play with Switcher. Like, you should come. He's like, oh, okay. And so um yeah and, and of course ryan had had them sounding huge and it was open air it's like all these things that kind of like went together and i got to play cello and he got to see me play so i think that was, nice. that was probably my favorite performance yeah love it yeah yeah loving these stories that's one one reason for the podcast in general is you know not just the songs but like the stories that go with yeah and the guys and the fandom and it's just a uh, one big family so it's it's awesome yeah so the song that we decided to uh, discuss a little bit more is "Where I Belong," the big anthem. Um, yeah, for many for many people, this is the song for this yes. band. Like, <laughs> "Meant to Live," "Dare You to Move" may still be like the biggest hits, but this song is always like the ultimate fan favorite. Yeah, um, I think it was last year I did a Switchfoot Madness around this time of year, like a tournament, like for voting, mm-hmm. and uh, "Where I Belong" won the tournament. So, to no surprise, but. Um, what is this song? What has this song meant to you over the years? And, and why did you uh, uh, kind of land on this one to talk about? Man, what, so when, when the album came out, just in general, um, I liked the, I remember hearing kind of the whole tone of the album um i was like man this is this is gonna be of course all of me feel like oh this is gonna be like a like a great big album but like dark horses came out and you're like ooh, okay like this is like it felt like a return to like the nothing is sound like weight the weightiness of it mm-hmm. and nothing is sound was my favorite album still might be my favorite album like 
I'm yeah. really attached to that because it felt very real and um, no punches pulled kind of a yeah, thing, right? For sure. And so I felt Vice Versus was that also. It was like that again. Mm-hmm. Coming out with Dark Horses and, you know, just all the things that, that were that were talked about in the album and then to end with where I belong it it just felt like um it felt like this is the song like this is Switchfoot's Purple Rain like this is a song that can be played forever at a concert like you could literally play that song for 10 minutes and nobody would be like okay shut this off like it had a feeling of um, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's hard to put into words, but the Purple Rain thing was uh, was also because I think I just seen Prince. And I think I told John, I was like, John, this is your Purple Rain. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you can play this forever, you know? Yeah. And, and the words, like, one of my favorite lines is, um, no, I'm not sentimental. Skin and bones is a rental. Mm-hmm. No one makes it out alive. Like, my goodness, you know, like it just—it's—it's it's really putting things in perspective. And then it was a very strong and earnest, and it was—it was all the things that you that you needed after that album. Like yeah. after hearing the album, you get to that, and you're like, boom! Like this is, you know, this is it. It was—it was the perfect culmination to the album. Um. And just, yeah, yes. just speaking about, you know, where we actually belong and not in the middle of, you know, what is happening after yeah. talking about what is happening, you know? <laughs> yeah. And the, the guys have often stated that, you know, like one day, you know, this will be the last song we ever play as a band. It's, yeah. You know, the perfect closer to an album, to a set yes. list. Yes. Maybe one day, even though we hope that day doesn't come, but maybe to their career, it's just like this incredible anthem. And even though, it stays relatively the same musically. It still takes you on this incredible journey of reflection lyrically, yep. you know, of this longing of what is to come. And yep. you know, that, that uh, lyric you mentioned is one of my all time favorites from the band. Um, you know, I'm not sentimental. Skin and bones are rental is incredible. Yeah. Um, was also reflecting on towards the bridge area. Like I want to see the earth start shaking. I want to see a generation finally waking up inside yep um, what do you think of when you hear or seeing you know a line like that i want to see this generation finally waking up yeah well because i feel like i mean you know and after that it, it's funny so me and john have had some really pointed discussions about just people being aware of 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 what's just happening right like um I feel like sometimes we we go sleepwalking through our life and and you know just kind of doing the things and you know just following the routine and oh yeah there's some bad things that happen this and that but um it it I feel like it speaks to the shaking people awake like yo like hey you know there's some other things happening they're like 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 wake up guys you know your your neighbor over here is suffering or you know there's this happening over here that you can actually impact like it's not just a life of routine you know mm-hmm. um yeah yeah 
and the yeah, way he I... sings that, like, um, the, the the inflection of his voice, it just it 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 exudes earnest, you know. Yeah, it exudes earnest and very honest, and I think that's why I, I love, you know, the album's whole, but then the culmination of where I belong. Yeah, you know, like that that funny post that people make or a meme where they say like the perfect song doesn't exist. And then you, I would like insert the song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's so, so close to perfection. I mean, it just checks every box yep. that I look for. Yeah. And, and I like too how, you know, you mentioned dark horses, the other parts of the album, this album starts with afterlife mm-hmm. and, and ends with this. And in afterlife, they're talking about like, I don't, I'm not waiting for, for the afterlife. I'm ready now Right. And it's like, so sometimes when people sing about, oh, I, you know, I don't belong here. I belong somewhere else. It's kind of like this escapism kind of thing. Yeah. But, but really they're singing about, I know I belong somewhere else. And because of that, I'm ready now to live and I'm ready to serve and I'm ready to love and yep. all that. Yep. I'm going to get a little bit messy. I'm going to figure this thing out. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 That's And a, they that's write it. A- they write a lot about home, like so many references in their catalog. Um, but when they do, you know, it's like sometimes about like this, you know, physical location fading West. Right. Um, and then sometimes this, you know, spiritual longing kind, but I actually found a quote speaking of Jerome, I found a quote from him uh, back when it came out. He said that uh, this song connects to that CS Lewis quote about how, when there are things in the world that don't satisfy, it means you're meant for things after this world in a way as a band um, that's where we are we're never quite comfortable we never fit in it's always been like that for us yeah yeah it's true man it's 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 that 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 sums it up quite nicely and as a band they haven't really in they haven't so the first man i'm trying to think the first thing i played with them by myself i think i i think i ended up at spirit west coast when and they returned to spirit west coast after kind of being like like pushed away a bit mm-hmm. because of nothing in sound and how it wasn't you know i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> i'm choosing my words wisely but <laughs> the audience that had embraced them for um, you know, kind of the the leading up to there was mm-hmm. kind of put off by a few things that were in nothing is sound, and it didn't say some choice words that they thought it needed to to check all the boxes to be played, you know, within that uh, you know, terrestrial radio demographic, yeah. right? Um. And so, so they basically this... people people that like to read a gospel and not Ecclesiastes basically. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know. <laughs> exactly. And so it was a return to Spirit West Coast. Um I ended up just kind of coming along and I, I actually played with them. Why was I saying this? Man, I lost my train of thought. Um mm. Spirit West Coast. Before... And uh we're talking about afterlife and where I belong and how, you know, the living a life. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Jerome quote was about C.S. Lewis quote. Jerome was C.S. Lewis. Oh, I had a, I had a reason for the story. I just lost it. 
cool story. No. <laughs> oh, but they didn't fit in. So, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah I got yes. it, I got it. Yeah. So, so, I, so, you know, from there, I could kind of see where they they were, you know, they were not enough like Christian for the Christians, but too much too, too for the Christian other side the non, or yeah. something. And it's like this in between. It's like, are you guys a Christian band? It's like, and, you know, all these things that kind of that I've seen over the years um, where people don't know where to place them. And mm-hmm. um, so Jerome's quote makes a lot of sense. Funny story, though. I'll tell a story. And I don't know how many people have heard this story, but um, John and I went to South by Southwest and we did a we we were playing to promote the seasons EP and um uh we ran into a couple of folks that we know and who were just kind of like mobbing around Austin and uh you know at that time um the band nerd which is that's Pharrell um and Chad, who were the Neptune's production team, that was, I mean, they were killing pop radio forever. They're, they were my favorite producers. Um, and then Shay and, like, another person are part of the band Nerd. And they were playing at this particular section of Austin. So I was like, yo, we should go over there and see them. And John was like, all right. So we're kind of, like, mobbing around trying to get in. And we end up in the back. And they end up coming, pulling up in a van. And for me, I'm like, you know, at the at at the time, Pharrell's my ultimate. Like these are the guys that have that have crafted so many songs that I love. So it's kind of like a whoa, okay. Um, to make a long story short, I walk up and talk to him, and just kind of trying to make small talk, trying not to be awkward, you know, trying to like, yeah, we're all in the back, you know, like. Um, anyway, so I'm so Chad asked me he's like hey and this is chad hugo from the neptunes he asked me he's like hey so who are you here with and i was like oh john foreman um you know he's the lead singer of switchfoot and he's like switchfoot and i was like yeah he's like oh my goodness he's like i love that band <laughs> and you know in that moment i called john over and he, he told john the same thing like yeah you know i love what you guys are doing i love how you write etc and these guys are on the top of the industry like like the top of the top like all the pop stars like i mean you know ruling the radio at this time and a moment like that for me actually solidified how switchfoot has navigated the industry in a way um that is kind of under the radar but not under the radar yeah. you might not know them but like the biggest producers in the world know them you know like it's a very interesting place to be in. And it, and it, and I'm, I can see how that feels like at times, like, I don't know where we fit in. Right. Like, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> but it, it's just a cool moment to see, you know, somebody that, that is at the top of their game that, you know, might not have even heard of the band. Like you wouldn't think like, Oh, maybe they know Switchfoot. And yeah, you know, they definitely know Switchfoot. I have those yeah. moments a lot though. I ran into the randomest people, like, and they're like, "Oh, what are you you doing?" It's like, "Oh, I play with John, little Switchfoot." And they're like, "Oh, Switchfoot, what? Oh, I love them." You know, like, you're like, "Really? Okay." 
okay, you write yes. songs for Beyonce though. You know, like you know, like <laughs> it's just a very funny like paradox. So <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of one of his quotes about like it's like, yeah, every once in a while we'll we'll hear our song like on the show Felicity and kind of like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It's really yeah. cool though. It's been it's really admirable that you know they've been able to navigate that and it's like I you know, not sure where we fit, but yet our reach is still global and all yeah. sorts of, uh, you know, different types of music fans um, have heard of them or, or enjoyed them. And it's been awesome. So, yeah. And that's true freedom. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, and it could be daunting, but, you know, just this sticking to like, well, this is who I am and this is what I do and this is what I write and let the people find it that, that love it kind of thing. And I know it's, it's way more nuanced and there's there's what you know everybody has marketing and all this other stuff but at the end of the day it is just kind of like well these are the songs and let let who finds it find it you know let's see let's put it in the best position to be found Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day the audience is is our people are the people that connect to it and all people can connect to it it's not just a certain demographic of people it's not just christian people it's everybody like it's very relatable and very um yeah all access music for thinking people as they like to say yeah (laughs) yeah so you know the the truth of this song brings me great joy like you know again this world's not my permanent home um but again with that whole the afterlife meaning and how it all comes together is really cool but it's kind of like, for me, a reminder that despite all the pain in the world or whatever you may be going through, our home isn't here. But in, until that day comes, I'll sing these songs on the shores of Babylon. And, uh, you know, that line in there about living living life uh, like a song. And yeah. And then, uh, you know, when I reach the other side, I want to look you in the eye and know that I've arrived in the yeah. world where I belong. And love when they do it live, too, and they do the forever, they repeat that, and then yep. forever starts right now. Yeah, an incredible ending, and then cue the confetti and the uh, you know tears and all that. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And I, I, I also so even the be- so I know we're at the end of the song, but the beginning of the song, like it's such a journey in the song. Yeah, like the first words, are like um, uh, feeling like a refugee, like it, like it don't belong to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. The colors splash. The air feels strange. Feel yep. like a tragedy. Take a deep breath and close my like, like you're going. Like it's, it's such a journey through the song. It's such yep. a, a rich, uh, um, visually stimulating song. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the opening guitar, then the drums, and then the echoes, and then yeah. So again, like you know, when it first came out, some people were saying like, you know, it's pretty straightforward musically but again when you factor all that in lyrically and then you know how it ends it's like this is again yeah quite a journey that we're being taken on yeah 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 it's a beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful song that's well, I appreciate cool that you it, won coming the, on. it won the shootout <laughs> oh yeah for sure well i think i um Switchfoot and John Foreman fans, when I say it's truly a joy to watch you play with John and, and the guys, you guys have a, a very special bond and chemistry. And I feel like, you know, you bring so much to the table um, with the live performances and with those songs. So we appreciate your work all, you know, all the, through these years here. And um, what else is coming up for you? What are you currently working on or up to next? 
man thanks so much i i, I appreciate and the switchfoot fans have been they have been switchfoot and john has been great um always always embracing uh me or whoever else i bring along <laughs> for the ride um so coming up next actually um i have another project coming out another another cello offering i just did a live show in la that i recorded um and it's kind of in the final stages of getting mixed um a lot more cello experiences i dove into also like the corporate wellness sector and I have an entity called Sonic Well that provides experiences based around cello um, to relax, rejuvenate, etc. But those are the two things. I have some shows coming up. There'll be some shows that will be that will be announced. And you know, um, I'm I'm actually really excited about this music cello to me. So. A, a little bit of a story that's actually tied into um, the guys again, but right before I met, right before I met up with them, um, I play a lot of different instruments and I kind of put my cello to the side a bit um, just because I, I wanted to play with people and cello isn't necessarily an instrument that is always seen in the places that I've been able to play it. Um, or I didn't see it a lot. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't see people like me in the places playing the cello a lot either. And, um, but returning to the cello was the thing that actually, like, kind of unlocked the world to me. Uh, it's taken me around the world a couple times. Um, and it, it was my foot into, um, just doing music on a professional level, so... I'm I'm always grateful for that. And so the return to the cello again with these projects has been amazing to see the response um just from them and and that they're act they're, they're touching people, right? Yeah. You never really know um you know just how it be received when it's something a little bit different, a little bit kind of you know a little bit to the left, but it's it's been great. And the live shows have been, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been amazing. We're working on like an immersive show and making it surround sound and just all these like cool things that I've always wanted to do. So, yeah. Well, that's and awesome. We will, we'll link to uh, your website and some other projects in the show description. Yeah. And, I was uh, going to say, yeah, you can stay, stay close to the website. Um, yeah. I also released the film on the website, which has all the information on the website. Nice. Um, showing the making of the project. So yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's a really dope behind the scenes and it's not really behind the scenes because it is the scene. <laughs> like it, it, it's us, it's me making the project in real time. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. I appreciate your time. I know fans are going to love this episode and come back to it often. So can't wait to see what's next uh whether it's personal stuff or with the guys or whatever it is we'll be following closely yeah and uh yeah thanks so much once again yeah no doubt there's another one come oh maybe i can't say that <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, he may be. I don't know. But yeah, I did get in the studio with John. Me and Aaron and John are getting together again, too. There's some, you know, we'll see what comes Very from cool. that. Little <laughs> teaser. Heard it here first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right, Tyler. I appreciate this, man. This, is, this has been great. on the wasteland Dark clouds on the plains again We were born into the fight But I'm not sentimental This skin and bones is a rental And none of us make it out alive No one
forever, forever. It starts right now. Yeah, we start now.